Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China. Where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Business from Wired. Brought to you by Hot Seat, a new memoir from Jeff Immelt, the former CEO of General Electric. Raw, honest, intimate. Hot seat is that and more, as Immelt recounts what it's like to be a leader in times of crisis. Buy your copy of Hot Seat today wherever books are sold. Goodbye, Zoom. Hello, low key ambient snooping. If you're missing out on serendipity in your remote work, try ramping up your 2D audio co presence by Clive Thompson. One year into our all remote existence, executives at white collar companies are realizing two things. One is that they're pleased. Stunned, even, by how productive employees have been. They'd worried that work from home would turn into Netflix and chill. Instead, their people are killing it. Deliverables are being delivered, milestones milestoned. But companies have run into a serious problem. They've lost serendipity. Sure, colleagues are connecting on video chat, but it's all very planned and formal. There's no how's it going encounters at the coffee station. This is a shame because those chance run ins help cement a sense of togetherness and they can engender new ideas too. Like when the VP of HR eats lunch next to a salesperson and casually mentions a new market that winds up being worth millions. So now people are wondering could software replicate some of that office magic? Various startups are giving it a shot. One is Teamflow a browser-based app that lets you set up a virtual office that you can view from above in 2D, sort of like a cartoony IKEA floor plan. You can set up different rooms and fill them with furniture icons or even weird meme images if you want a MySpace vibe. When employees log in, their faces appear in tiny round video streams. You drag your icon around the virtual office to hang out near others and voice talk to them too. The closer your icon is to a colleague, the louder they sound. Move farther away for peace and quiet. It sounds kooky. Frankly, it looks kooky. But early users tell me it replicates many of the dynamics of in-person hanging out. This really streamlined my life, says Rafael Sanchez, the co-founder of Anycart, a food shopping service. We met recently in his company's Teamflow space. The little video icons for Sanchez and me were perched at his virtual desk. 
Three engineers were clustered together, chatting in the corner of the office. Sanchez dragged his icon over to say hello to them, then zipped back over to me. I do this all the time, he says. He'll plant himself near groups of employees where they'll work together, sometimes in silence, other times chit-chatting. Sanchez will also frequently invite an employee to wander off to a corner to talk one-on-one. He likes the fact that other employees can see that he's meeting with someone individually. It replicates some of the quasi-public nature of conversation in a real office. Socially, the engineers know I'm still here, like I'm around, he notes. He's not vanishing into private Zoom calls with people. And the whole thing felt oddly game-like. And that makes sense because video games pioneered the art of letting far-flung people hang out online. Some workers have even playfully used games as meeting places during the pandemic. When the author and artist Viviana Schwartz was working on a project last year, she met her team inside Red Dead Redemption 2, a cowboy fighting game. They'd sit around a virtual campfire and talk shop while also watching out for danger. Was that gunshots? Some new co-presence apps like Bonfire and Remotely riff explicitly off game aesthetics and let you hang out with workmates as avatars in a 3D environment. One thing you can see in all these remote experiments is that audio beats video. Zoom staring into a webcam is wearying. So most of these apps actively downplay full-screen video, and users seem to like that. Progly, another virtual meeting startup, gives users a choice to connect with audio or video, and its co-founder, Doug Safreno, estimates that people use the audio-only method twice as often as video. Consider this the revenge of the old-school telephone call. Turns out, we just want to talk. And, more subtly, to listen. Many of these apps allow for a bit of the ambient eavesdropping that happens in an office where you can look across the room and see that two colleagues are talking, maybe even get a sense of what they're discussing without fully tuning in. This semi-private, semi-public nature of office chat helps give a team a proprioceptive sense of itself, one that's too often missing in our remote world of one-on-one calls. And an office has power dynamics, for good and for ill. Part of how we navigate a job involves keeping tabs on how others interact. Is your manager talking to the boss a lot? Maybe it means your team is in trouble, or that you're impressing the head honcho? We gather intelligence, chew it over with colleagues, become more connected. So one benefit of the physical office, in other words, is that it lets us low-key creep on each other. It turns out we might want some of that even in our software. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.